Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. In today's episode, we'll read from the Red Island series, Part 3, Scene 27. First, let's recap what happened when we previously visited Wren Island. Macy wasn't worried exactly that she hadn't heard any updates from Allison, but Macy was worried about the way Allison left, a note left on the kitchen table. Was Allison tired of them? Did Allison regret having asked them to live with her? Meanwhile, Amelia is on the beach collecting shells with Louise, and thank goodness there will be someone else on the beach with her too when... Oops, I'm getting ahead of myself again. We'll spend about six minutes reading. Afterward, stick around to find out how a cute little something Louise does in this scene is inspired by a cute little something my own dogs do. Here we go. The Wren Island series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 3, Scene 27. On the beach, Amelia pulled out her phone, recorded the shells she'd arranged in circles on the sand, and narrated, Here you go, folks. The smooth white ones are clams. The purple ones with funny hair are mussels. And look at these pretty twisty ones. They were once home to hermit crabs and snails. Louise's nose and paws wandered in and out of the recording. Amelia patted the dog's big brown head, stopped recording, and tucked her phone into her pocket. Maybe instead of calling her YouTube channel Wren Island, she ought to call it Here Comes Louise Again. She stood and walked along the beach, following the high tide line so her feet wouldn't get wet. The afternoon tide was rising quickly. You could tell that by the sound of the waves rolling around on top of each other at the waterline. She stopped to listen. The booming waves settled, then whispered back out to sea, taking a quick breather before they pushed in again, higher, deeper, stronger. Amelia walked on, navigating around a piece of driftwood as big as an entire tree trunk. It must have been something to see the ocean toss this driftwood here on the beach, like an invisible giant tossing aside a toothpick. Next time she saw Allison, she'd ask her if she ever thought of driftwood that way before. Wonder what Allison was doing right now at this very moment. Was she cozied up around a campfire with a good book, enjoying an iced tea with a new friend? eating a tuna salad sandwich on the sunny deck of her boat. Wow, look at all that orange foam left by the last roll of waves. Amelia walked closer to the waterline. Virgil's son, Jax, said foam on the beach was caused by algae decaying offshore. He said it was a sign of a healthy ecosystem. All those bubbles at her feet, popping in the sunshine. And look at the tiny clam shells. She leaned over to pick up a bright, gleaming half. Oops, an incoming wave got her feet wet and turned her toes to ice. Holding the shell, she backed up a few steps. One of these days, she was going to find a whole sand dollar on the beach. It was on her list of nice things to wish for. Something else on her list of nice things to wish for was to see the baby bald eagle take its first flight. She squinted up at the tree where the eagles were nesting. Not much activity up there today. Maybe the parents were hunting elsewhere. Maybe they'd found another island to visit. Maybe they were visiting Allison, soaring high above Allison's bright yellow boat. Wouldn't Allison think that was fun? 
Louise ran close, sniffed the foam on the sand, and sneezed. Amelia patted the dog's head and bent to pick up another shell. This one was extra pretty because the wave caught her by surprise. The smashing force of it knocked off her feet. She swirled with a million grains of sand. Submerged, she tried for footing and almost found it until another wave crashed into her. And there she was in the middle of the same water that could toss a tree like a toothpick. The water would rest eventually, though. It had to. It would need a breather. It would ease back out to sea. But what if it took her out to sea with it? First, she needed to come up for air and breathe. She would explode if she couldn't take a breath. She scrambled to right herself. Almost there. Whoosh! Another wave crashed into her, over her, around her. Which way was up? How long could she go without coming up for air? A dog barking. Don't come in after me, Louise. Don't want the waves to grab you, too. The water pulled back, gathering itself depositing Amelia in the soft, wet sand. Louise, still barking, ran in circles around her. Against stiffening joints, Amelia hauled up to drier sand, up to the high tide line, up higher. Finally, she caught her breath. She was soaked in ice water, covered in sand, shaking so hard she might be going to cry. But she wasn't a goner. No need to worry, folks. Amelia Theodore is still with us. She sat on a driftwood log, another tree tossed aside like a giant's toothpick. Whew. Macy had always warned her not to get too close to the water's edge, and now it turned out Macy was right about that, too. Footsteps ran close. It was Ed Smith from the commune. Are you okay, Amelia? I'm fine. Her voice sounded weak. She tried again. I'm okay. Just wet. Ed wrapped something warm around her. A blanket? No, his own coat. When Ed sat on the log next to Amelia, Louise nudged his hand for a pat. Sure glad that didn't get recorded. Amelia pulled the soaked, sandy phone from her pocket. Uh Uh-oh. Can it be saved, do you think? Ed reached for the phone and wiped it dry. Maybe. Covering it in a bowl of rice will draw the moisture out. Amelia pushed her dripping hair away from her face and glanced toward the house. Not that it was anything but a blur. Had anyone up there seen what just happened? Macy's going to blow a gasket when she finds out. About the phone? Ed rolled it into the lower flap of his flannel shirt. About me getting caught in a wave. She'll think I shouldn't be allowed on the beach alone anymore. Ed patted Louise. Would you like me to drive you over to the commune? You can warm up there. I'll bring you back whenever you're ready. Amelia eyed Ed's all-terrain vehicle parked on the beach path. Her teeth were chattering. Her pants felt like sheets of ice against her legs. Her cracked ribs, mostly healed, were aching from the setback. Not only would Macy blow a gasket, she'd up her efforts to hover over Amelia even more than she already did. Amelia Theodore, being that much more restricted. I'd really appreciate that, Ed. Thanks. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 3, Scene 27. It seems like whenever I create a video to post on social media, one or both of my dogs end up in it, and often it's just a nose or a paw that appears. For instance, I'll open a big book with beautiful photos of libraries or gardens or knitting projects, and I'll record while I flip through the pages, and then the dogs appear, or parts of them appear. A nose, a paw, a tail, just wandering through, totally casual about stealing the show. 
That's just what I was picturing when I wrote about Amelia seeing Louise's nose and paws wander in and out of the video yet again. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, I'd love to connect with you. I know social media isn't for everyone. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it myself. The best part for me is connecting with people, old friends and new friends. You'll find links to my social media pages in the show notes. I'm really glad Ed saw what was happening with Amelia on the beach. I'm glad someone was there to help her recover after that scary experience. And I guess Amelia's on her way to visit the commune now with Ed in that all-terrain vehicle. I wonder if Louise will get to ride along. And yes, we'll find out how our injured Allison is doing in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. Right away, you'll receive the most recent ebook version of the Rent Island series and You'll be the first to hear about new developments in the story and opportunities to influence what happens next. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.